everybody and welcome to episode 23 of the Shiny Bees podcast, Knit Your Own Halloween. Today is Friday the 31st of October and coming up in the show today we've got a bit of a chat about guising and the return of the infamous Shiny Bees pattern pick. Hello and welcome back again. Bet you weren't expecting me back so soon, were you? A warm welcome to any new listeners that have joined us this episode. It is going to be a little bit more focused on the fun aspect of things than we normally have, although we do like to have a laugh on this podcast. And a warm welcome back to any returning listeners. It's always great to have you here with me. Again, uh, like I said, I'm back. Uh, quite soon after the last episode, mainly due to the fact that after recording slash during recording the last episode, which was quite long, because it had an interview in it, um, I made some comedy gold pattern discoveries and I just could not concentrate on anything else apart from sharing these with you, which is why I've shoehorned in another little kind of bonus episode that's um, a little bit different from the usual format. Uh, just to fit those in and give you a bit of a laugh uh, around Halloween. It can get a little bit tedious with the small children knocking on your door and demanding sweets, spraying you with silly string or doing all kinds of other uh, supposed to be comedy stuff. I'm not sure I find it that funny now that I'm getting on a, a little, I'm not getting on a bit, but you know what I mean. Clearing up silly string, especially after it's rained, is pretty difficult. And I thought this would uh, cheer you up if you're staying in on this Friday evening. So what about Halloween then? Well, it is a festival, I guess. It's celebrated on the 31st of October every year in in several countries around the world. And it is also known as All Halloween, All Hallows' Eve and All Saints' Eve. It originated as a day which marks the start of All Hallows' Tide, which is part of a um, liturgical calendar. And it's basically a time to remember the dead. It has its roots in Christianity and some people say it was also influenced by uh, Celtic harvest festivals and pagan ones as well, particularly the Gallic uh, Samhain festival. Associated with all of this is the practice of children going trick-or-treating or, or, as it's known locally around here, uh, guising and Guising is basically short for disguise, and that's that's what they call it in Scotland, and apparently some of Northern England, although I've always called it trick-or-treating. The earliest recorded event of this happening was in 1895, when uh, there were some people who went to homes with turnips, with uh, candles in them, and they were rewarded with cakes, fruit and money. Now, in Scotland, you are supposed to do a proper trick or some kind of entertainment to get your... Uh, to get your treat, although these days I think people just give you sweeties to get you away from the front door. In Sweden, trick-or-treating actually takes place um, before, uh, sorry, around Monday Thursday, so it's nowhere near this time of year at all. Now, nowadays, pumpkins seem to be the popular choice, although, as I mentioned, it did used to be turnips, that was a traditional thing, and that's what I remember having when I was young. I'm not particularly old or anything. I'm only 31? 31, yeah. And uh, Yeah, I've been here all week. And um, we did used to have turnips 
I think mainly because pumpkins were more expensive and they were certainly more difficult to come by sort of 20 years ago than they are now in supermarkets. You just seem to have them for weeks and weeks beforehand and afterwards with the supply chains we've got, you can just get hold of them anywhere. The thing to note about turnips is when you put a candle in them and carry them around with you to do your trick-or-treating, they absolutely stink. And they're extremely difficult to carve as well, so you are going to injure yourself in the process of doing this. I have some very strong memories of us trying to find... I used to love trick-or-treating and making my own costumes and stuff to go out. And I have very strong memories of going into Wigan Indoor Market and finding... Uh, trying to find a pumpkin, not being able to, and then find going to a fruit and veg store and the guy said, why don't you just use a turnip? And we'd never heard of using turnips uh, till then, but apparently it was quite common. And the guy managed to flog me this turnip for about 20 odd P or whatever it was at that point. And I took it home and tried to carve it. And it was quite a big one. So I thought, oh, this is going to be quite good because it's quite a big one and it'll look more pumpkin-y. It won't be like one of these sad little turnips that everyone else is going to have and um, it was almost impossible to carve it. It was really heavy to carry around. The string kept snapping and it stank of course so yeah not ideal. These days though there seems to be certainly for the last couple of years I don't know if it's because my friends are all having children or whether it's like Pinterest gone mental saw it on Pinterest nailed it type thing but there seems to be a phenom phenomenon of competitive carving as I'm dubbing it in which people go get their pumpkins and then they like carve some massively elaborate design you know the little kind of pointy teeth and, and triangular eyes are out and pepper pig full-on nightmare before christmas kind of dioramas spider-man pumpkins being sick you name it it's all like fancy pants pumpkins my pumpkins carve better than yours i've done a full-on nativity scene on mine etc um and like i said i don't know if it's because of the whole pinterest nailed it thing or or whether it's just an increased Americanization of, of British culture, but I'm just like, seriously? Just take up some crafting that's going to last longer than, like, tomorrow night? So we don't... Well, I got a massive pumpkin last year, fully intending to competitive craft my way into the competition uh, at the local pumpkin store, and then I was just like... Oh, it ended up being like a doorstop for a couple of months before I eventually made pumpkin pie out of it, which is quite nice. Um, but I never did carve it, to be honest. Um, the Beast made a little tea light holder but a pumpkin one at nursery so I'll just use that still got it actually I'll put it out tonight um so yeah if you have any good pictures of competitive carving of pumpkins share them on the Ravelry thread or send them through because I just love stuff like that it's hilarious so what I thought I would do for you is treat you to a lovely Halloween themed pattern pick and we'll do that now Well, ladies and gentlemen, do I ever have a treat for you today? I have no idea what inspired me in particular to put this particular word in, in Ravelry, or indeed why I've never done it before. No, but I have, and it was pumpkin, somewhat unsurprisingly. What did surprise me, however, is that there are 25 pages of patterns which range from the sublime to the ridiculous to the, frankly, utterly pointless. 
As usual, we've got some knitted and crochet delights for you, both free and paid for patterns. Unfortunately, in this one I won't be featuring the frankly terrifying pumpkin head pattern, which was featured in a previous pattern pick and is, is modelled on a, a kind of statue because it's, a, it's for yarn bobbing only. And you can hear about that in a previous episode. Now, it was difficult because it is filled with such comedy gold to narrow it down to a select few. So I have, there are some brilliant ones that I have had to cut out, unfortunately, because it was just too long. Um, but if you do want to see them for your own self, if you're, you know, you want a bit of entertainment now, a bit of a giggle, get yourself onto Ravelry, pop uh, pumpkin in the pattern search engine and uh, just await the delights that come up. Now I'm not going to mess about with the, the usual warm up that you get. Or indeed some, some nice patterns because all of those got stripped out as well because there's not enough room for the comedy ones. And I'm going to smash straight into the pumpkin toilet cover. And yes, you did hear that correctly. The pumpkin toilet cover PA955 by Maggie Weldon. It is a crochet pattern for a toilet cosy. And it retails $7.99 US. This is a seat cover for a toilet. So there's an orange cover that covers the actual flip up and down seat part. Then there's sort of a pumpkin kind of face, sort of cistern doily really, um, a kind of cover with a witch's hat integrated into that as it goes up onto the top of the cistern. Uh, in with that there is a, a tissue box cover which somewhat inexplicably is adorned with daffodils which are not especially seasonal in October and well not in this hemisphere at least and the blurb that goes with the pattern reads thus most of us enjoy a festive atmosphere in every room of the house during the holidays don't forget the bathroom toilet covers allow you to add a bit of fun to an often overlooked space probably because you never spend that long in there Spruce up your toilet with this wonderful pumpkin toilet cover. Made with worsted weight yarn, these simple covers are the perfect finishing touch. Fits most standard toilets. Skill level, easy. I have no words, really, for that. Quite apart from it being a complete health hazard, granted it probably would be a talking point at the table, but at what I'm not really sure how you get to the point where you think, do you know what would be a really good, good idea? A pattern for a toilet seat cover with an integrated tissue box cover themed on Halloween pumpkins and somewhat spring light witches. So, I'm not going to make one. I'm not going to lie to you for my downstairs toilets. Although, I was incredibly pleased to see there was not one, two, three or even four toilet roll covers with a pumpkin theme but five five toilet paper covers that you can make all around a crocheted or knitted pumpkin theme now much as i would like to run through each of these in explicit detail because you know i'm a fan of the toilet paper cover i've picked one for you and it is the pick me well, I did. Pumpkin Toilet Paper Cover by Yarn Tangled Baby. 
This is a pattern for a crocheted toilet paper cosy. It's done in worsted weight yarn and it is available to download from Ravelry for three US dollars. It's pretty simple, understated, as you might imagine, for a toilet paper cover. And it, it, it's basically orange around the main part of the toilet paper cover, uh, toilet paper roll. And on the top, it's got a little green sort of um, stalk and then a little curly bit, kind of like uh, swizzling around coming off that. Looks a bit like curly fry, but green, clearly. And um, again, lovely uh, sort of blurb to go with this. Why does decorating for the holidays have to stop at the bathroom door? Add this pumpkin toilet paper cosy to the top of your toilet and bring a touch of fall to the busiest room in the house. Every time I am at a craft fair, I am asked if I make these. Many people, just like myself, remember visiting their grandparents and seeing holiday toilet paper cosies in the bathroom. Or indeed, dolls wearing dresses in the wig and moby colours. It seems to bring back memories. These are so cute, you can make several and decorate throughout your house. You know what? I'm kind of tempted to do a year of toilet paper covers. I was going to do a year of indie classics and try and fill my kind of knitted wardrobe with indie classic patterns that I've wanted to do for ages and I've never got round to. And I thought maybe 2015 could be the year of the indie classic. Uh, why? Why don't we just have the year of the toilet paper cover and we can all make 12 toilet roll covers that will take us through from beginning to end of the year? I'm sure there are enough patterns out there. In fact, I will do another pattern pick on toilet paper covers for you. I know for a fact there's several Christmas ones, but that's a whole other episode. So yeah, if you fancy upgrading for, for the uh, Halloween season from your octopus toilet roll cover to a pick me pumpkin toilet paper cover you can do do that if you have five toilets in your house you can have a different pumpkin themed one in every one don't say I don't spoil you somewhat of a variation on a theme then but not disappointingly an actual cover for a toilet roll we have the Polly pumpkin pattern by Donna Collinsworth not to be confused with the other three Polly pumpkin named patterns this is a free pattern for crocheted doll clothes apparently and essentially what it is is it's a doll with a little green kind of dress on which represents the stalk and then she seems to have that going out into a kind of pumpkin themed ball gown type affair but when you look closer at the, the pictures further down you'll notice that the pumpkin just seems to form some sort of stand for her to go in apparently it is just a little something for the upcoming holidays works great for fall harvest celebrations as well as halloween and thanksgiving nice as a decoration place card holder or a special little gift please somebody make me one of these and send it to me i will treasure it forever i will put it on my slightly fringe uh, mantelpiece along with the zulu kind of statuette and uh, and the other kind of comedy things that we keep on there i would absolutely treasure it now friends it's no secret no secret at all that i'm a huge fan of small dogs in comedy knitwear and of course coupled with the toilet roll covers i also have for you dogs in comedy knitwear and heading up the uh, the charge shall we say is the pumpkin dog and sweater 
uh, Pumpkin Dog Sweater and Hat even by Sarah Zack which is a paid for pattern it's $5.99 US and it is a pumpkin sweater and hat set for small dogs 2 to 15 pounds again not none for a big dog big dogs might want to be a pumpkin too but the left it again it's discrimination people it is you know all the german shepherd dogs are sat around somewhere now dribbling big teeth and saying how they wish they had a pumpkin hat in sparkly orange yarn too because that's what this is made in it is set at an easy to moderate skill level but it's definitely not for the beginner and it is basically sparkle yarn in the i love this yarn hobby lobby range um Made from orange sparkle yarn, it has a full chest to help your dog be stylish and warm. Plus, this yarn is soft and sturdy. This listing is for a crochet pattern, not an actual item. Or indeed the dog, I'm, uh, I'm guessing. And yeah, it's a little kind of um, little hat with, with a chin strap that you tie under their chin. And little ear holes for the ears, to little pointy ears to stick out off. And it's kind of almost like a sort of tan beanie type affair. Orange sparkle yarn with a green little uh, stalk on top. And then the coat is, is quite long and it goes along the whole back. I'm noticing there's a handy little um, little cutout for for under the, um, under the legs, shall we say, as well. Probably not one that the Shelties are going to be that happy wearing. But if you have a Chihuahua who looks as angry as this one does then this could be the pattern for you moving it swiftly straight on from one hobby lobby i love this yarn to another one although this one doesn't appear to be sparkly on this occasion and this one is for the pumpkin bum cover and hat set by colleen hoke this is a, another page for pattern somewhat surprisingly for one dollar ninety nine us this takes in another delightful pet hate of mine that i've been uh, massively on the fence about <laughs> on several occasions which is the posing of brand new babies in comedy knitwear and it's not funny and when they put you in a home when you're older you'll deserve it frankly and this one i still don't really understand i'll read out the blurb I designed this pattern to allow the photographer to be able to capture precious newborn facial features without the distraction of features and details that we do desire to have within our photos. Don't do without the accessories, just have them on the bum of the newbie. This set allows the photographer to have it all. Other than an understanding of what the hell this woman's on about. The innocence of the basic beanie and the innocent features of the newborn face with the backdrop of the season's staple, the never-changing pumpkin. Your photographers, Greengross's apostrophe, will appreciate this set. I'd appreciate the use of English, frankly. Um, I don't know whether the whole point is to put the hat on the head and then cover the bum up with the other one. Wouldn't that make you look like some kind of weird very hungry caterpillar to not have a bum or legs anymore and just have a, a crocheted orange bum hat I, I, I what crazy just crazy 
and for all of those other people who have done those dreadful newborn set things for them to wear including the one which is a little bag that's a pumpkin with a cat jumping out of it that you put a baby into to photograph them just stop it please for the love of all small people everywhere who do not want to have those pictures flashed around at their 18th or 21st birthdays or indeed any other time after that just stop doing it put them in a baby grow feed them let them sleep people seriously moving swiftly on we have the entirely more appropriate and probably quite technically difficult to design i'd imagine i'm not entirely uh sure but yes the jacko clava by anne-marie dunbar which is a knitted pattern for a other headwear other it's a pumpkin balaclava but it's a 3d one that's been like um stuffed with with play toy stuffing so it's got proper like 3d structure and form it looks quite clever actually it's been knitted using stranded knitting and then been stuffed with toy stuffing to make it 3d the photo is threatening I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sure she's probably quite pretty underneath there, but you can't see it because it's uh, yeah, it's not attractive. Um, but it's it's funny, and it seems that she's done a couple of other kind of like proper full on three D, um, like balaclava type things, which is worth having a bit of a look at. It is the pattern is three pounds, um, Great British pounds, and it is um, yeah pretty good actually <laughs> speaking of stranded knits i'm surprised good old uh, Anne kingston hasn't done this one already the halloween vest by kathleen taylor it is a pattern for a fair isle halloween themed vest uh, that comes in both adult and child sizes it would seem it's got steaking it's a v-neck and it's done in nitpicks basically it's it's quite cool the booklet is out of print unfortunately but it's got little rows of different fair isle patterns with like cats and pumpkins and ghosts and stuff it's i think it'd be quite funny if you had a small child for them to wear it and uh, it looks reasonably kind of technically challenging at least if you want something a little bit simpler i've chosen one of the plethora of children's hats of various uh, descriptions uh, in the pumpkin spice hat by Ludmila Vena, I think is how it's pronounced. Apologies if I've just butchered your name. It's quite a new pattern actually, and it came out in August. And it is available for $2.50 US. Ugh. And um, it's a little beanie with enorm two enormous pom poms either side. And the little model that's modeling it is dead cute, sticking a little tongue out. And, and looks quite pleased with her pom-pom hat. The pom-poms are as big as her head, pretty much. She looks a little bit like the kind of Mickey Mouse um, baubles they have at Euro Disney, you know, at Christmas. Uh, but it's dead cute. I actually I quite like it. I'm a big fan of massive oversized pom-poms on, on small children. There's also some little booties that come with it as well. So, you know, top and, uh, and bottom will be covered in the pom-pom and pumpkin-y goodness. Other pom-com pommy patterns that are, are less appealing in the headwear department include the little pumpkin head which 
frankly it just seems to make you look like you've got an elongated head I think maybe you should go see a doctor if that is the actual shape of your child's head because it, it looks a little bit like a kind of one of those conehead alien type um, affairs but the other one that caught my eye mostly because it reminded me of um, those there's a pattern going around for a beanie and you do it in booby colours and you put it on your child when you're breastfeeding to kind of give two fingers to anyone who decides to give you any beef and tell you you shouldn't be breastfeeding in public or what have you. They're quite funny. Well, that pattern appears to have been done in orange and green and turned into the crochet pattern for autumn, fall, Halloween, pumpkins, gourd squash. It just looks exactly the same to me. It's available for two two pounds, and uh, you can make yourself some pumpkins from that. But if you have a look at the picture, you'll see exactly what I mean on that one. Just a couple more to go now, and I, I do feel that the crocheters amongst the ravelers definitely have the sense of humour when it comes to designing patterns. I just don't think they take themselves anywhere near nearly as seriously as the knitters do. It would seem. I was just a bit perplexed. I'm not going to lie. It's the Mr. Pumpkin Man Rattle by Donna Collinsworth. It's a free pattern. There's only one project of this been recorded on Ravelry and there's probably a good reason for that. It's a rattle for a baby with a really scary pumpkin face on it. Not the first thing I think of when looking for a design to make a baby's rattle, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I can see its merits but not, not as a rattle <laughs> to be honest. So... If you've got a slightly kooky baby and uh, you think they'll appreciate that, then give it a try, you know. The parents can only throw it out, I guess. Back to the knitting with one of, again, a plethora of scary patterns to dress your dolls in. This one is called The American Girl Pumpkin Girl by Lorraine Jordan. It is a paid-for pattern. It's $3.99 US. And... It is a pattern for an American Girl doll pumpkin costume and it includes a costume, hat and spider trick or treat bag. Scary. The doll is stood there with two arms up as if to say pick me up and I just think I want to run away. It reminds me of Chucky. And there are several other patterns for dolls, um, both kind of doll looking and the kind of slightly creepy reborn dolls. Um, which just, I find them really scary. I know it's irrational, but I really do find them frightening. And I think we will finally wrap up with possibly the most pointless pattern that I found during this search. And this, I don't know if it's some kind of affront to cruelty against pumpkins or what, but basically it is a pattern, or rather three patterns in one for... Halloween Pumpkin Wraps and Cozy by Kathy Caron. It is free. Good job, really. And basically, Happy Halloween. Outfit your favourite pumpkins in three designs for wraps and cozies. A classic Jack's Lantern wrap, a kitty rat, or a collegiate black and orange cozy. Enjoy. Boo! I can't think of anything more pointless than knitting a pumpkin jack-o'-lantern themed pumpkin cosy for a pumpkin just carve it does doesn't need to keep warm i just don't understand it um although i must say the uh the cat one slash batman one and they've drawn some eyes in it's pretty funny but i was just like it's almost as pointless as the pumpkin jar cover and the pumpkin vase cover um but obviously not not the toilet roll cover because that is a valid need so 
Uh, that will conclude the uh, pattern pick for this uh, episode. If you want to have a look at those, I'm going to start putting them on uh, Pinterest on little pattern pick boards so you can have a look on there and see them all a bit easier because otherwise on Ravelry you have to click in and out. I will still put this in a Ravelry set and it will be in my queue. So again, the algorithm is going to go absolutely mental on this. I'm going to get loads of toilet roll covers. It's going to be brilliant. Um, and if you go into my queue and go into the uh, little tab that says pumpkin on it, you'll find them all in there. Please, 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 please send me the pictures that you do with your toilet roll cozies. I think it's hilarious. As always, if you do find any comedy patterns, and I do have some stored up from people that have sent sent me them, uh, please send them through because I just find it so, so funny. And uh, it's just something that I really enjoy. And if I can find enough of them to make a pattern pick out of based around that theme, then I certainly will. And of course, I will give you the entire credit for it. So without further ado then, we'll go on to the next section. Difficult to see I can follow that up really with something kind of serious now. Um, now that I'm crocheting my uh, toilet roll cover. Um, but I will, some quick reminders. First of all, there's still time to enter the uh, giveaway sock palooza sponsored by Claire Divine of Yarn and Pointy Sticks and um, Jess of Ginger Twist Studios to win a sock blocker, copy of Head to Toe, the current book and some Humming Aaron Yarn. Details of how you can enter that are in the uh, thread for episode 22. And also on the show notes on the blog for episode 22. So don't miss out because it's only another week to enter that. And it's a great prize. Other things that I need to do and forgot last time. Very sorry. Is to wish um, D-Bex uh, a very happy wedding. I understand from, from my spies in Dundee. Uh, that she recently went on her honeymoon. She got married. Went on her honeymoon. And uh, basically did a tour of all the yarn shops in Scotland that I've reviewed. Including Fluff. So huge congratulations to you. And uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, your visit. I understand from uh, Leona and obviously from you as well uh, that you did. And I think that's all we've got time for for this little quick uh, bonus episode that I've thrown in for you. Normal service will resume next week and there will be the intro of the new section. The uh, Sunday sock surgery and also uh, some uh, rundown of, of news and reviews. I have a couple of things, a yarn shop review and there'll be a yarn review from Blackie Yarns. So, without further, oh, always without further ado, isn't it? So, have a great week, happy crafting, hope the trick-or-treaters don't bug you too much. Get your toilet roll cozies on the go and I'll speak to you all again soon. Bye! Thank you for listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found on the blog at www.shinybees.com. Music used in this episode is by Adam and the Water Boys, and it's I Need a Drink, available by Music Alley.